0: Hey there, patriots. I hope you are having a great day. I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World with the Freedom Force Battalion. We are going to have a great time today. We're going to look at some really interesting clues from President Trump, from Scalise about Mike Johnson. You're going to love that. And um, just little tidbits that I found also from Dan Scavino that give us some really encouraging clues. So you can let me know in the comments below what you think about that. Um, We're also going to talk about the latest that's going on in Israel with Palestine and how this is biblical and what the promise really is in God's word about that, because we always look at how this is biblical. So I'll be right back to tell you all that after the break. Let's go Patriots. This is my website, Freedom Force. L-I-V-E. Go and check it out because I have so many videos over there and so many resources to help you see how this is biblical. Of course, they misled us about so many of the things in God's word. And it's especially heating up right now. It's very important for you to understand, especially on the, the playlist called the Lost Tribes of Israel, who Israel truly is according to God's word, because they misled us. Of course, they hijacked uh, the seminaries and they, they misled us. So we're going to talk about that um, a little bit today. As usual, we, we um, uh, look at everything in the, in the light of God's word. All right. So I've um, got my camera here doing funny. Let me see if I can adjust this. I don't even know where to sit. Anyway, so let's. this is the one. This is the first thing I want to show you, which is really fun. It's not necessarily biblical, but it's really fun that Dan Scavino posted this video. Let me, let me show you up here. It's, it's Dan Scavino's video. I mean, maybe make it a little bit smaller. Okay. And then at uh, it's a it's a jet, really cool jet. He does that actually a lot, but on this one, he put a uh a countdown at the end. listen you have to listen carefully for it. Did you hear it at the very end he has this uh, this countdown eight, seven, six. So what's really cool is that if you look at the calendar, let me see if I have the calendar here handy. Oh, goodness. Bottom line, he posted this last uh, whatever it was, whatever day it was, I think the 31st. He posted that it was eight days to the minute, basically, from the time that President Trump was uh, declared the winner of the 2016 election. What's he doing counting down to that date? It was posted 1029. That's the date. 1029 at 1023 p.m. Eight days takes us to exactly seven years since President Trump was declared the winner of the presidential election. How you like that? Seven years completed. Sounds biblical to me. You know, we've always talked about seven years of tribulation and it's just hasn't it looked like what they ex- they wanted it to look like, which was nuclear holocaust. Even though they're trying to get us to that, I mean, th- the pandemic they wanted to be complete devastation, right? And if Hillary had had become president, we would have had, Lord knows what, right? This was their plan. We know it from the playbook. We know it from the um, from the Agenda 21, Adjo- Agenda 2030, all that. But seven years. And if you're new here and you might not know about um, how all this is biblical, one of the key ways there's a, uh, the, the, the stars are a heavenly clock. It's a heavenly clock that the Lord set up. And each of the major constellations represents a tribe of Israel. Dan, Naphtali, uh, Asher, Zebulun. They all have a special meaning and they all have special um, uh, 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 heraldry. Special symbolism. And I'm not going to go into that, but I go into that in uh, on my website. I've got vid- l- lots of videos on that, especially on the Lost Tribes of Israel playlist. All right. So, but here, for those of you who are new and those of you who are now, older, and <laughs> if you don't mind me showing you, showing everyone, these are the books that I have written about end times. I've been teaching God's word for 40 years. I've been a missionary for 10. And, and you know, when you know the word of God, really from not from the seminaries, but from the Lord teaching you. You know what I'm telling is the truth. It is so great, such great news because this is the end times for them and a thousand years of peace for us. And this is the heavenly clock that shows uh, that uh, this beautiful sign in the heavens, you can't decode revelation if you don't know this, the, the signs in the heavens, the, uh, what each of the biblical, uh, uh, what each of the uh, constellations represents. And the beautiful thing about Virgo is she represents us. We are the virgin bride. We are the, the the beautiful bride of Christ, and that He is coming to rescue us, which is so beautiful. And it says here there was a woman clothed with the sun. Uh, it says a great wonder in heaven. What is that? It's the it's it's not like a bomb bursting or whatever. Uh, it is the it is the constellations, and you have to know how to read them, just like. Daniel knew how to read them, and he sent the wise men. Uh, he told them in years, like 700 years later, whatever, 500 years later, they ended up coming to Bethlehem, and they saw for sure that the Lord Jesus was being born. So this is, what, this is what's uh, so beautiful about understanding the heavenly signs. Then you'll be able to, to see what's going on now, just like the wise men did then. All right, so anyway, this uh, wonder in heaven, a great wonder in heaven, this woman was clothed with the sun, the moon under her feet, And on her head, a crown of 12 stars. And she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. So they thought this was the day of their victory. And in my book, I even go into uh, the one, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. This one right here. I go into that... uh, Beyonce actually acted out this very thing Remember she, at the Grammys. You might not have seen it, but she was at the Grammys and she was she was very, very pregnant. And she was I mean, they had this whole thing planned and she was uh, uh, had a, a crown like she was the queen of heaven. And she literally laid over in this chair like uh, like this, uh, this sign in the, in the heavens of Virgo and <laughs> it was very interesting. She had all these people, you know, bowing down to her. It was quite quite something worshiping her. So yeah, she was in she was in labor pains to be delivered in like a birthing chair. How about that? We're giving birth not to their evil empire. We're giving birth to the kingdom of Christ on earth. That's what we're doing, you guys. That's what's happening. And we're going to defeat them. And it this this amazing sign in the heavens has a wonderful sign in her womb. It's actually Jupiter, which the biblical name is Melchizedek. If you know that name from the Bible, it is the eternal king and priest who lives and reigns forever, our Lord Jesus, the Christ star. And it entered her womb on the day President Trump was elected. Seven years ago, on the countdown, on the countdown, coming up on the 7th, Uh, Actually, we've completed seven years at the end of on, on the seventh. Pretty cool. How about that? This is very, very, very interesting times. Very biblical times. We've been told that on the board many, many times. All right. So then another neat, interesting clue is something interesting from Steve Scalise. He introduced Mike Johnson as the 45th Speaker of the House. Why in the world? I actually asked some people that a trivia question yesterday. I'm like, why would, he, why would he do that? Because we have, you know, he should have been, Mike Johnson should have been the 118th Speaker of the House. Hmm. So, but in 1877, the Corporation of America was founded. This is highly interesting and not a mistake. The number is, as far as what is based on record would be, would make Mike Johnson the 118th Speaker. But Steve Scalise, called him the 45th speaker. The 44th speaker was in 1876. There you go. There you go. They know this. They know what's happening. All, all this whole machinations of that. We, they got um, McCarthy in there and, 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 and they are required in order to get him in there. They required the rule to vacate because they were waiting on the exact moment to remove him. You're like, why didn't they do this sooner? Timing is everything, so important. All this timing, and they had the power to do it, and that Gates was chosen to go up and 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 do that, and they knew that they knew they had the votes to remove him. Yeah, so that was a an amazing thing, and actually the Democrats played along, which is very very interesting. If they were smart, they wouldn't have played along. They would have kept McCarthy in there. But for some reason, they didn't. So who's really in control, right? And they know all this. You know, we're, we are kind of look, you know, we're seeing through some, you know, but they're up there and they know how all this works. So that's very interesting. Who was in really is in control? This was not left to happenstance. So then all the, all the other machinations about who's going to be uh, the, the speaker, is it going to be Jim Jordan? Is it going to be Steve Scalise? They, all this that they were doing. Very, very interesting, but it turned out to be who was intended all along. And Mike Johnson, as we said, is the 45th Speaker of the House, which, all right, so what that does, for those of you, I'm going to play it and then I'll, I'll explain that. Oh, let's go. Go. on. <laughs> it is my great privilege to introduce the 45th. Speaker of the House, my dear friend Mike Johnson, the Speaker. Did you catch it? Forty-fifth. I love Annas. They caught. I didn't catch it. He. They caught it and they shared it. And I'm just so so thankful. I got this from at Scotty Mar 10, um, the uh, M A R ten, the number ten uh, videos. So this is the thing. As it said on the on the list before, that uh, this was the corporation was started back in the day, and under the corporation, they just continued the numbers of the speakers because they didn't want to let on that that they had taken over our country. This was after the civil war and they basically just took us over. And they said, no, now we're you're a US corporation. You're no longer a sovereign nation. The war, you know, because they funded both sides as they always do, as they are right now between supposedly Hamas and Israel. It's both the same, same, same. And of course the people of uh, the Palestinians aren't just pawns. This is how they've done it ev- forever. Okay. So this is how they they roll, and then they get. How? Why do they do this? To first <laughs> terrorize the people, to, to 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 feed Moloch with death and destruction, and and then to gather up wealth. That's that's really that that's what they, that's all that they're doing is serving Moloch, Satan. All right. So what happened here though is that um, uh, in 1871, you know that we. That it would become a corporation, but what they're saying here is that now we have our country back. That's what he's, That's what Steve Scalise was saying. He's the forty-fifth, so he's the the first one after all this time, this whole segment of time since the Civil War. Okay, my grandparents and yours likely were were around during. Well, no, not my grand my grandfather. My grand my great grandparents, whatever, were around during the Civil War. all that chunk of time. We've had fake speakers of the house and now we have our, our country back. So we now have a true speaker of the house of the sovereign country called the United States of America. How about that? All right. So, yeah, if you want to know more about that, go to my go to my FreedomForce uh, dot live website. And uh, there's lots of great research that I share over there. Um, videos. Playlists go right there to videos, playlists, and search 1871, just act of 1871, and all the videos that talk about the act of 1871 will pop up. You can just search by the, uh, the words in the title. All right, so that was a very interesting clue. Now, okay, that was that clue. Now, President Trump has had some very interesting clues. He has said, <laughs> FF, I think Eight times, I think he just did it again. So I need to keep keep uh, keep up with all the times he has said it. President Trump is saying what happened in Israel was a false flag. He's posted failing Forbes twice, Fox first, Fox and Friends, Faith in uh, Fathers and Families, and Founding Fathers. I think he did Founding Fathers again yesterday. So founding fathers twice. Why? With all the FF, he's trying to get us to wake up. And for those of us who have been in this battle for all this time to recognize, this is this is, what he's saying, false flag. What does that mean? For those of you who are new, false flag means that this is, is it was done under, say, they're trying to blame the Palestinians for what they are doing. Unfortunately. That is the that is really what, what a false flag is. It's a it's it's not a real flag. There's they're they're saying, oh, this is being done by the Palestinians or putting up the Palestinian flag. When it wasn't the Palestinians at all that did this. And these four Palestinians are sitting ducks. I mean it is I actually posted on Instagram uh well, actually I've got this wonderful team. I've got to tell my wonderful team I've got two Tammies and a Colleen who post all of my social media that I put on telegram and they make sure it goes on to the other other channels. Amazing. Thank you so much ladies for all that you do. And so I have posted about the um, the uh, um, the anyway the, the the them being fish in a barrel. And that's exactly what it is. These people are helpless, innocent and they they're being played. And if you notice, the leader of Hamas has a big triangle on his forehead. Seriously, who has a triangle on his forehead? I don't know if it's been tattooed on there. I don't know. I mean, it's just a very light charcoal gray triangle, like a third eye. I don't know if he's had it tattooed. I don't know if it's on there permanently, if it's makeup. I don't know. You look at it and you're like, what is that? I should have a picture of it for you. Maybe when we come back for the break, I'll I'll, do, I'll bring a picture. But this guy is controlled by Israel. So they're blinded on the Palestinians when it's them, and it may come out one day that all these things that we saw, the atrocities in Israel, maybe didn't even happen. Who knows? I don't even know. I wouldn't put it past them to, I wouldn't put it past them to do anything. The point is it's for political gain that they're doing this. Okay, so I'm going to show you this. and President Trump is trying to tell us this with all the FF. And most people, you know, probably are not catching it. All right. Before we, before we do that, I want to show you, um, let me see if I can, this. This is what has, is happening in Gaza right now. Again, I got to refresh. All right. Let me see if I can refresh. Everything needs to be refreshed. Mm. 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 Before and after photos satellite photos showing gaza before and after the israeli strikes it's awful it's awful i mean the devastation is it's it someone told me yesterday that it is basically the number it's it's, it's like the hiroshima bombs but it was not done all in one one moment like in nagasaki and hiroshima it was done over you know several weeks but it's it had the same effect as knocking just all this devastation, all the buildings down and all the people. I I hope and I pray that the people understood what was going to happen and they are underground. I hope and pray that they are because they have known this for a long time that Israel was coming for them. I'm going to show you this. Let me see if I've got so many videos to show you. This is the occupation of Israel since 1948 and how they took over. Let me see if I can show you tell you what you're looking at. This is the land of Palestine, which has historically been called the land of Palestine. If you look at the pink areas, that is where the airplanes uh, came in and pushed the people back, pushed them back, pushed them back uh, off of their land. And so the the Israeli forces came in and took the land. And I'm going to talk about the Balfour agreement here in just a second, because some very important things I want you to see from it. Um, Anyway, so the Israeli occupation started in 1948. So yes, the Balfour agreement was in 1917, but this was from the UN back in 1948, giving them the ability to, to, to do this, backing them up. This is why the Middle Eastern people hate the UN and hate America because america american government not us you and me we didn't even know what was really going on they were using us and our tax money to support the the takeover of palestine and this is what it looked like Israel occupied palestine since 1948 awful. It's exactly what's happened. And I think it's really, I just posted this on social media this morning here. It's November 1. Oh, and happy Reformation Day, because this is the day that it's uh, the the day when when, uh, Martin Luther put the theses on the the door of the, the Catholic Church to push back on their evil. And that was the beginning of the Reformation. And I pray in Jesus name, this is the, the, our Reformation Day, we are we're entering into a new day of where we're going to everyone's going to wake up. And that's really what's happening all over the world. People are waking up to this all over the world. They're saying There is no explanation for this. There's no excuse for this. This is why. But the mainstream media is still covering all of this up. This is a great thing for you to share with people because it's it's there's just, like I said, there's just no explanation for this other than that it was it's wrong. The, I'm going to read to you about the Balfour Agreement, uh, even though my time is going to run out. But these people have been under terrible conditions for so, so long. And, uh, and then this, what's happening right now is, is a crime against humanity. Uh, the Geneva Conventions are very clear that you cannot do this. You, it's, it's, uh, you have to protect civilians if you have to go in and have war. And this is clearly a breaking of the Geneva Conventions and it's a crime against humanity. There's no doubt about it. All right. So, yeah, this was basically the picture of um, what I was showing you before, that this is how Palestine was in 1947. And now uh, how much it is. It was Palestine. All the green area was Palestine. And now it's predominantly, you know, quite the majority is Israel. And right now it appears they're trying to take the last bits of it. So, um, so I wanted you to read, Oh, the, I think I skipped over it. I wanted you to see the Balfour agreement. Mm, let's see. Where did I put it? I've got so many things here. Okay. Well, too many fees, too many things. Did I delete it? Okay. Here it is. Um, very quickly, we're going to, we're going to go into more detail about it here in just a second, but I'm going to, uh, uh, I want to read to you just a couple of things before we go to break. Um, first of all, it's written to dear Lord Rothschild. Okay. You know, well, are we back in the middle ages? What are you, what are you doing calling someone a Lord, right? The only Lord that I know is the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Do you agree with me? He's the only Lord. And so this they're calling him Lord Rothschild. I have much pleasure in conveying to you on behalf of his majesty's government, the following declaration of sympathy with Jewish Zionist aspirations, which has been submitted to you and approved by the cabinet. Okay, he's got a declaration of sympathy. They didn't actually give. This is a letter written from from the about about Lord Lord, another Lord Balfour written to written to Lord Rothschild. OK, the, the whole thing stinks to high heaven. Oh, my goodness. My time is, is running out. But I want to show you some very important pieces of this because they didn't actually give them the land. All right. So it's very important. If you really read the fine print, you realize that they didn't give them the land and they call the land Palestine. So this will give you a lot of great information so you can help people understand what really is happening and not what we're being uh, fooled into believing. So I'll be right back to tell you that after the break. Okay, you guys have so much stuff to tell you about. It's like I never have enough time to figure out how I'm going to fit all this in. So I'm going to have to go a lot faster. Okay, so this is Lord Rothschild, just so you know. He is... uh, you see the cute triangle that he has with the, making with with his fingers, right? Can you can you see the triangle that he's making? So he's the basically the one who owns or controls all the central banks in the entire world. Okay, so this is one of the one of the top bloodline families, and so the, he was the one that the letter was written to, and so it says uh, again, this is the Balfour. It was not an agreement. If you hear people call it an agreement, that's not true. It's a Balfour. Balfour Declaration Lord Balfour wrote this on behalf of the king and on behalf of his cabinet and he's noticed here though it says the following declaration of sympathy with the Jewish Zionist aspirations has been submitted to and approved by the cabinet Okay, so there's, they're saying they have a declaration of sympathy well it goes back to who owns the crown who owns the king Right. The reality is the the Rothschilds on the bloodline families own everything. Basically, they were owned the king. They owned the Vatican. They owned all of it. His Majesty's government view with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. Notice they're viewing it with favor. They're viewing it with favor. They didn't give anything. They don't really have it to give. They not to say that they haven't done such a thing as that before in their colonial times, but uh, and, and ways. But he's they're saying basically they view it with favor. Okay, if you want to take it, go ahead. But you'll have to do it. You know, you'll have to do it at, at the butt of a gun uh, in the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people, and of course that is the area that they would would want to live in. Didn't live in there for thousands of years since the time of, of Christ. And, you know. And then all of a sudden, let's go. Let's go back. Let's go over there. But again, are these truly are they true Jews? And the Bible clearly talks about in Revelation three, nine. There are those who say they are Jews, but they are not. They are the synagogue of Satan. This is Revelation three, nine. Go look it up in your Bible. That's exactly what it says. Um, and so he's I just want to make that really clear that they did not give this land to them They just viewed it with favor. And they um, they uh, see they have a declaration of sympathy and the land in this agreement is called Palestine. And notice a little farther down, it being clearly understood that nothing shall be done, which may prejudice the civil and religious rights of the existing non-Jewish communities in Palestine. So if someone tells you the land is not called Palestine, we'll go talk to Balfour about that because that is what he called the land. So the people, it's come out vehemently. Oh, it's not Palestine. Well, um, that maybe maybe they're saying that because they took it over. Because the, these, uh, the Rothschilds took the land completely over. Now, uh, we always delineate the difference between the people who live in Israel. There are many people who live there who are good people who want to live side by side with the Palestinians as they uh, did for years and years and years. But, but that's clearly not what, is, what the cabal, the leaders in Israel, want at all. OK, they want to take the whole thing. And now I want you, you to see that the Economist magazine is the magazine of the Rothschilds. They always have a very interesting cover on their magazines, and it's just so it's almost like, oh, well, how did they know this was going to happen? Well, they know it was going to happen because they have everything planned out years and years in advance. And so this one is a rough guide to hell. How nice. And so you, many of you have already seen this. But for those of you who are not, I will, I'm going to zoom in right here on this little picture in the, in the the that is circled. And this one was from this uh, magazine cover is from uh, December 2012 through January 2013. Okay. So here is the picture and i already lost it. Y'all, I need training. I got them switched. Okay, here is the picture right here. You'll see people on paragliders. Seriously, from 2012, you guys. And notice here, who's flying it? On the left side, I know it's probably hard for you to see, make it a little bit bigger. Uh, on the left side, you've got Hamas. And on the right side, you've got Netanyahu. And in the middle, you've got the bullets where they're shooting each other, but they're making an equals sign. So for those who have eyes to see, you can see clearly that Hamas equals Zionist Israel with all their aspirations of taking over the land. This is clear. This is not even up for debate. It is so obvious that this is exactly what they've been trying to do all these years is completely take the land. And this is their their time that they're doing it. The problem is we're awake now and and, and everyone's realizing what they're doing. Not everyone, but all over the world, uh, everyone except for just, I think, 14 countries, everyone in the UN voted to cease fire, to stop, to stop this this massacre. And uh, I'm just hoping and praying that the people have gone underground and so they are not there uh, outside to be or in their certainly in their homes they they, they sure, surely knew better than to, to be there okay so it, one of the things that just came out yesterday which we knew this about Afghanistan and the weapons that were left but they were I just want to connect this in this these dots for you that this is left for use by the new world orders cabal proxy fighters Isis hezbollah, Hamas, all these work for the new world order. So don't get tangled up in oh, it's a fight between Hamas and you know the Pal- which represents the Palestinians. That's not true. I never even pull up the guy with the with the crazy little triangle on his forehead. But anyway, you look it up, you can see it's not between him and Israel. And whenever you hear him speaking, you know that he is a mouthpiece for them to deceive the people into thinking it's this is a, a war. It's not a war. It's a massacre. And so these weapons were left in Afghanistan on purpose all that time ago for this conflict and others. And they've, they've proven that the, the emerging reports that Hamas and other terrorist organizations have obtained American-made weapons. Okay, so then they're talking about this. uh, James Comer and Marjorie Taylor Grant are demanding these answers. They have released photos showing Hamas terrorists allegedly holding what appear to be M4A1 carbines, which were specifically designed for U.S. Special Operations Forces. So, I mean, on and on and goes previously. CIA reported providing Stinger anti-craft air missiles to the Afghan Mujahideen, which were left uh, later obtained and utilized by the Taliban. So all these, I just want you to see that that is what was the purpose of it. And that's what just came out yesterday. Um, okay, there was that one. All right, so this is a man who's the director of the um, military special forces, and he just resigned. I want you to hear what he has to say because he, he does not want to be part of this, and he cannot get them to stop what they're doing uh, in, in in Gaza. Can you just kind of walk me through what led to this decision for you to resign?
1: Yes, I've uh, worked in the Bureau of Political and Military Affairs for over 11 years. This is the bureau responsible for arms transfers to partners around the world. Uh, I have never seen a circumstance before in which there is a clear risk of civilian casualties resulting from US arms transfers. Uh, and in fact, we are seeing that manifesting on the ground with thousands of Palestinian civilian casualties, and yet no questions asked, not even a debate about whether or not we should provide the arms that are being used to, uh, to commit those, uh, I believe, human rights violations, but certainly to kill those civilians. Uh, so faced with the m- massive scope of the crisis that we are seeing in Gaza, uh, the massive scope of civilian casualties, uh, the fact that I also believe that the policy has not uh, led to peace for Israel or for Palestinians, it has been a, a dead end policy. Uh, and but absent the ability to have even a discussion about that before shipping arms, I felt I had to resign.
0: Right. I, I would if, if I was in his position, I would resign, too, because I don't want to be the one. that And then they point the finger at me. Oh, why didn't you do something about this when he's trying everything he can? And he can't he can't make it stop. So he's, he was in a very difficult position. So he stepped down, you know, whether he's. You know, a white hat or a dark hat, I don't know. You know, as the Lord Jesus told us in his word, not to judge before the time because all these things will come out at the end. But, you know, we have to have more information. Always, whenever you are, just the same as when when all these atrocities supposedly happen, and we don't know. We just don't know. Before we jump to conclusions and, and start killing people indiscriminately and civilians, which is against the Geneva Conventions, as I said, you have to go into a, a to find out what happened and who truly it was, just like during 9-11, they immediately blamed all these people. And after all this mayhem, oh, we found this passport that is just like, really, really? Even back in the day, we're like, we didn't believe this. And immediately they're like, we've got to go attack Iraq. And it's like, how did we get, how did we get there? You know, so, so quickly, you know, and without, getting the detail and that's really what happened what's happening in the millennial kingdom is that nation will not rise against nation and all this ridiculousness will will stop we're not going to do this anymore we're going to find out who did the crime and they will they will do the time all right so this letter was written by um from the un uh uh headquarters the uh, he's called he's writing this letter to the uh high commissioner he's the Volker Turk, High Commissioner for Human Rights. Okay, so he also is extremely frustrated. They've had this vote across the UN; a vast majority said for a ceasefire, and they just won't. They just won't stop. And and the people, you know, they won't stop. And you have a, what appears to be American military ships over there, uh, allowing all of this. I'm telling you, it's uh this is a a wild deal. And they went in on ground forces night before last, you know. And it's a it's a it's a hot war. It's a hot war. And I again, I've said it twice. I'm going to say it again. I hope in Jesus name that these people are hidden away in these catacombs and have supplies under there because they had to know that this was this was coming. Okay. Anyway, dear High Commissioner, that's what I would have done if I'd been over there. I would have you know had lots and lots of uh, uh, catacombs. That will caves and, and, and tunnels. This will be my last official communication to you as director of New York Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights. So he's resigned. Also, I write at a moment of great anguish for the world, including for many of our colleagues. Once again, we see a genocide unfolding before our eyes. I'm sorry, this is. Impossible for you to read. The organization and the organization that we serve appears powerless to stop it. As someone who has investigated human rights in Palestine since 1980s, lived in Gaza as a UN human rights advisor in the 1990s and carried out several human rights missions to the country before. And since this is deeply personal to me, I also worked in the halls of the through the genocides, I won't read all that. But anyway, anyway, this is a textbook case of genocide. The European ethno-nationalist settler colonial project in Palestine has entered its final phase toward the expedited destruction of the last remnants of the indigenous Palestinian life in Palestine. Again, he's calling it Palestine, and this this exactly is what I was just showing you on this uh, on this video right here of of what ha- what has happened. This was a step by step by step to remove the indigenous people. And it clearly said in the Balfour Agreement that that was not allowed to be done. What's more, the governments of the United States, the United Kingdom and much of Europe are wholly complicit in the horrific assault. Not only are these governments refusing to meet their treaty obligations to ensure respect for the Geneva Conventions, but they are, in fact, actively arming the assault providing the economic and intelligence support and giving political and diplomatic cover for Israel's atrocities. Volker Turk. So he's, he left also. It's just, it's uh it's uh it's a really, it's mayhem. It's awful. So this is the, um, uh, the UN delegation. And so they're saying that they are wearing the yellow star because they are being, persecuted. They are being treated awfully. And so they want everyone to uh, to feel sorry for them. This is the deception and how they played us with this persecution complex.
1: And the grandparents of millions of Jews from now on, my team and I will wear yellow stars. We will wear this star until you condemn the atrocities of Hamas and demand the immediate release of our hostages. We walk with a yellow star as a symbol of pride, a reminder that we swore to fight back to defend ourselves. Never again is now.
0: I want you to see that because this is way over the top. Even if those, Even if a group did come in and kill some people, in Israel, this they, to, for them to level, as in a Hiroshima bomb, to level Gaza is is completely unacceptable. And as I clearly said many times, and as as the UN uh, High Commissioner said, this is against the Geneva Conventions. Um, it's, there's no doubt about it. The world has to wake up to this. This is very important to share with your family and friends so they understand what's really going on. The maps tell the tale they tell exactly what's going on so here is Netanyahu and he's saying that you know that this was fine this is exactly what we should have done uh and and we're we're going to do it and just like you know America no one said anything when America dropped the atom bomb in uh, in Nagasaki in Hiroshima this is what we are going to do also
1: 9-11. Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th Calls for a ceasefire, are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas. Nobody wants to admit that the US and Israel aren't exactly in lockstep here. Israel is not embracing US calls for humanitarian pauses publicly, although time has shown that they have responded to previous US pushes, for instance, to delay the ground invasion. Officials here are concerned that any daylight between the US and Israel could give an opening for bad actors to take advantage of.
0: What we have said, should be considered and explored are temporary, localized humanitarian pauses to allow aid to get to specific populations and maybe even to help with the evacuation of people that want to get out, move more to the south. We do support that. We do not support a ceasefire. This. Time. Okay, so there you go. As as the High Commissioner of the UN was saying, that they're that they're protecting this. They should be saying, we you, this has got to stop. This is against the Geneva Conventions. OK, but he's coming out here, giving them cover that they can continue. We don't support a ceasefire. And and one of the things I want you to make sure that you guys know is that over on Instagram and TikTok, they they're getting truth out over there. And um, uh, Elon Musk has has provided Starlink so that they're able to get this this information and people are sharing it wildly and waking up over on TikTok and Instagram and uh so, so thankful for the day because back in the day, we've, we've known about Iraq and Vietnam, but we didn't have the social media to share these things to the moment. And that's what's happening. Uh, what's happening now over on TikTok. I want to show, show you that, um, that's where you get a lot of these, uh, I got that, those videos, uh, you know, they've just got so much and it's, it's a, it's a huge, it's a huge awakening moment. I wanted to make sure you saw that. All right. So what I always talk about is how this is biblical. So you're going to hear, I mean, you probably already have heard people saying, oh, well, this is this is God's chosen people. This is God promised the land to them. Okay. and I want to give you the understanding of what really God said. First of all, first of all, as I said, these likely there are those in Israel who are truly Jews, but this this, this, these atrocities clearly is not someone who's a Jew in the heart. And the Bible clearly talks about that a Jew is not just someone of uh, the physical progeny, it's someone who lives out the Jewish faith, walks it by obeying God and obeying His word. And so, you know, killing people indiscriminately is clearly against God's word. Okay. So here's the promise that the Lord gave to um, Abraham. He, the Lord appeared to Abraham. This is in uh, Genesis 12, verses seven and eight. The Lord appeared to Abram before he changed his name to Abraham. Okay. His name was Abram. I will give this land to your descendants. And Abram built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord who had appeared to him. Okay. So after that, Abram traveled south and set up camp in the hill country with Bethel to the west and Ai to the east. All right. I wanted you to see that interesting town, Ai, but anyway, that's another, that's another day. All right. So Um, I wanted you to see what the promise was of the blessings. The Lord said he would bless them and protect them and provide for them in the land if they would obey. All right. So here it says, do not make idols or set up carved images. I'm sorry. This is Leviticus 26. Do not make idols idols or set of carved images or sacred pillars or sculptured stones in your land so you may worship them. I am the Lord your God. You must keep my Sabbath day of rest and show reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. What is this talking about? We always you know I was not taught in church what this was about. I'm like what what were they doing? Why would they bow down to a stone? Well now we realize these people, the Lord was saying they cannot worship Baal. They cannot worship Satan. They cannot offer Their children to Moloch. They cannot, you know, and all this evil. And now, what we realize is this cult, this cabal, this New World Order, which is the—I'm very convinced—it's the Beast of Revelation. It is the Antichrist. They are doing everything antithetical to Christ. The Antichrist has been revealed, just like the Lord said He would. He would reveal who our enemy is, and that's who we're fighting. I always try to point us to. The cabal, not to the people of Israel, not to the people of Iran, not to the people of China, but the cabal that runs all of it. Okay, they bowed down to these and they offered this to Moloch. That's what war is all about, is an offering to Moloch. This is why we're sitting here saying, no, we're not going to war anymore because we're not offering sacrifices to Moloch. All the death is a sacrifice to moloch okay and so he said if you if you don't do this i will bless you but my time is running out but um it it says here uh, a little farther down let me see if i can find this Okay, punishments for disobedience. However, if you do not listen to me or obey all these these commands, and if you break my covenant by rejecting my decrees, treating my regulations with contempt and refusing to obey my commands, I will punish you. I will bring sudden terrors upon you, wasting diseases and, and burning fevers. I mean, farther down, it says, you know, punish you seven times and I will inflict disaster on you. I'll send wild animals. I will, you know... Um, he says, I will send armies, verse 25. I will send armies against you to carry out the curse of the covenant I have you have broken. When you run to your sounds for safety, I'll send a plague to destroy you there. This is what the Lord said he would do. He would destroy them. He would remove them. There's another verse down here farther. He says, He will move, remove them from the land. I'm sorry about time right now. But anyway, um He would remove them from the land and they would no longer have the land. But it says that one day in Jeremiah 31, it says that he would restore them. He would scatter them, as it says here in verse um, 27 of Jeremiah 31. The day is coming when I will greatly increase the human population and the number of animals here in Israel and Judah. In the past, I deliberately uprooted it. This was long after the Lord removed them from the land. He tore down the nation. I overthrew it destroyed it and brought disaster upon it. But in the future, I will just as deliberately plant it and build it up. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the Lord promised that he would do. I'm, time is out, so I'm going to pray. But read Jeremiah 31 and I, and Leviticus 26, and then we'll talk about it on the next time. Let's pray. Thank you again, Lord, for your promise that you will restore us. This is the promise in your word. Help us to understand what's truly going on so that we can be part of your army to, to a set the whole world free. Thank you for writing on uh, how they're working so hard to make sure that there's a, a free speech platform so we can get this very, very important truth out there. Thank you for the battalion and all those who are listening that we can get this truth out so people understand what's really going on and rise up to to fight against the evil forces. The, the Lord, we 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 wage war not against uh, flesh and blood, but against principalities, against these rulers in high places. So we know that you will Pull them down in our day. And we just hope that we're at this seven years, we're going to see our great victory. And we just, whatever timing you have, Lord, we put our trust in you that we're going to see this great day of victory and the millennial kingdom, and where you will reign as the king of the world. We pray this in your great name, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I'm going to jet. I'll see you next Wednesday, 10 a.m. Central on Brideon.tv.